0: To be real, real, be real, real. You want to put the timer on?
1: Hi, this is Maria, and this is Sarah, and welcome to the, the Ridge, Ridge Podcast. Podcast. All right, so we actually we had a whole another thing planned. And we're it, switching gears, and we're switching gears, um, and that's really because we wanted you know, the, the purpose of this podcast is really to kind of get at the relevant topics that we're experiencing in our ministries mm-hmm. and in our own lives. And so, um, so really we felt like, anxiety is is something that we've heard a lot about from yeah. a lot of different people. We've experienced it in our own lives, and our own families. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we really wanted to touch on that. So what it means uh, to live with anxiety as a Christian. Right. Um, so, you know, just light conversational things. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, Maria, with your background, why don't you explain to us what your background is a little bit, and then you can dive into what anxiety actually is.
1: Yeah, so I am not sure if everybody's aware, but um, I'm actually a licensed therapist Mm -hmm. Uh, so before I came into ministry that's what I did and I worked a lot well primarily with um, children and families who have experienced some type of trauma or um, you know really difficult uh, behavioral concerns and so I've got a lot of experience working with kids with anxiety Mm -hmm. and
0: um, my daughter is one of them
1: (laughs) I think but that's the thing is I think that anxiety is something that we are all experiencing to some degree I think that some people deal with it a little more than others Mm -hmm. Um, and I do think that anxiety does travel in like family lines there is you know evidence that supports that as well as biblical evidence that supports that we've got some of these things that we deal with that travel generationally and so um so I I just want to first start off by talking about what anxiety is Mm -hmm. um and then what it's not also so um, anxiety, by definition, is just anything that's intense, a, a excessive, persistent worry and fear. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if you've been feeling that. I've been feeling a little oh, bit. Oh, I've of been that. there.
0: I've been there for years. So, um,
1: <laughs> but but what what anxiety is not is somebody's fault. You know, it's not a it's not a fault. It's not a flaw. It's um, it's a result of living in a fallen world. Mm-hmm. And um and so with that, you know, God has created us in certain ways, and He's given us certain tools that we're able to kind of, as um, I, I feel like as Christians, this is one of the reasons why I, I, I left secular therapy is because there is that third component that comes into addressing some of these concerns is the Holy Spirit oh, and, and Jesus's power
0: in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, so that being said... I do love it that you just said what anxiety is not. Yes. is our fault because... Right. Um, For those of you that don't know, I've struggled with severe anxiety, actually, for the last probably... Well, actually, I can remember all the way back through high school, Mm -hmm. but it got really severe um, after having kids. Mm -hmm. And, you know, for those of us that struggle with intense anxiety, we think that's normal until it gets to a point where you're not functioning. Right. And realize... That's not normal.
1: Right. It's not normal, but then we then we, we somehow feel like we can muscle our way through yes. it. Yes. Like it's something that we should be able to fix on our own. Oh yeah. And um and so let me just really quickly go into just a brief description of like how our brains actually yeah, work. I think that would be helpful. Yeah, because I, I think that we often um, like we have more control over our, our body than we really do mm-hmm. and so this is a helpful way to kind of realize how anxiety um and trauma and everything come in and just kind of derail yeah. the systems that we have in place so uh we have things in our brains uh called neurotransmitters and neurotransmitters are, are um, essentially pathways where um you know like thoughts connect with other thoughts and patterns and habits and Um, And I like to describe neurotransmitters and these pathways that we've, uh, that we develop in our brains uh, starting out like two tracks. So when we're babies, two tracks, meaning a road, meaning a road. Yes. For those, (laughs) there might be some people listening who aren't from Michigan, Um, but you know, like roads, like little, like if you can imagine going through the woods and having, Um, this little tiny path uh, and you know we start there and we're like oh yeah let's go this direction and we travel that way and as we continue to travel down that way Mm -hmm. the path becomes more clear we might lay down some pavement Um, you know eventually it might become a road and then it's obvious this is just the way you go Um, so it's almost like creating a habit it is yes that's what it is is you you see the path and you're like oh yeah that's a beautiful path I'm going to walk down it and you don't even think to try another direction Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so we build these pathways in our brain. And then when we experience um, intense and persistent fear, um, and there is a difference between being afraid for a second and then experiencing persistent fear and worry. Right, which um, would constitute as anxiety, right? Yes, yes. And so um, so what that, what persistent fear does is it, it takes your little path and it blasts a freeway through it. Mm. And so you, you have no choice but to jump on this freeway, and then a lot of people don't have exits that they've built. And right. so then they're just going 80 miles an hour on mm-hmm. this road, and they don't know how to get off of it. Um, and so some of us, well, not some of us, all of us, all of us experience worry and fear. Where it becomes a problem is when we, we don't know how to get, get out of the loop. Right. Or so get off the highway. Or get off the highway. Right.
0: Exactly. Um, now, as a Christian, a lot of us feel like we... We should be able to get off that highway if we are in prayer and communion with the Lord, right. if we're reading scripture. Right. And there are so many verses that talk about anxiety in scripture. Yes. And as a Christian, I know personally, I have felt like a major failure. Like my faith is not where it should be because I can't seem to ever get myself off that highway. Right, right. So can you speak into that? Yeah, absolutely.
1: So, um... I talked about this in youth group actually (laughs) Um, that uh, so I actually have a clinical diagnosis called trichotillomania and what that is is um, is hair pulling so when I experience um, extreme stress and anxiety Mm -hmm. my natural inclination is to pull my hair out and when I was 12 I actually pulled all the hair out of my head. So um, because I was going through a divorce in my family and the the amount of stress that I was experiencing was more than my body could handle. And so that's how it manifested for Mm me. And that's something that I deal with even to this day. Um, And so what what I have gone through in that since I was 12 is figuring out, okay. how do I manage this? As mm-hmm. a Christian, what does this mean about me? Right. As right. a, you know, a what successful- What does it say about your faith? Right, what does it right. say about my faith? What does it say about me as a human being? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's where we get really, really caught up is what does this mean about me? Right. You know? And so that's where our, our rootedness in Jesus Christ comes into play. Because if you don't know what, you, what, you, what this means about, what Jesus means in your life, yeah. then it's very easy for you to find identity in the things that are wrong. And so um, so that that's where I, I think that as a Christian, when we deal with some of these things, this is an opportunity for us to dive deeper into what God says about us. For sure. And um, and so when we when we do things like pray and um,
0: read our Bible and read our
1: Bible, if we don't find you know, healing in that mm-hmm. or relief in that, it has nothing to do. That's not that's not part of your identity. You know, and, um, and I think
0: that's really important for people to remember, because for me personally, mm-hmm. there's been a lot of guilt wrapped up in that, that mm-hmm. my faith is not where it should be right. because I haven't been healed from this.
1: Right, right. And I think that there's there's so many people, you know, in, in mental health, even though it's becoming something we talk about more, it's it's still something that has the stigma to it that um, that means that you you're like not enough or yeah. that that you should, you know, like you said, you don't have enough faith and... Uh,
0: There's a fear with even putting the words mental health with anxiety. Yeah. You know, if somebody yeah. if somebody characterizes, oh, you have anxiety as a mental health disorder. Right. That sounds awful. There's yeah. shame wrapped up in yep. that even.
1: Yeah. And so um, so I think it's really important for us to to really just start with recognizing that we live in we live in a world that um wasn't the it's not the original design for what we are and Mm -hmm. so then we take that and we say okay so what's the system that we're in now and how do we bring our um, relationship with jesus closer and recognize that some of these things that we we are dealing with are he's given us tools to help with
0: and um and so what you're saying is that the world was perfect it was and we live in a fallen world so environmental factors now
1: yep so environmental factors are serious and um But again going back to it's it's not a it's not a fault it's not a flaw it's Mm -hmm. it's just something that we have to we have to deal with Mm -hmm. um so how do you deal with it right how do you deal with it especially
0: as a christian how do you deal with it yeah um growing up baptist (laughs) i talk about this every week it's important nothing nothing wrong with baptist it's just my filter it's how i grew up um but growing up that way mental health was not something we talked about Mm -hmm. um Matter of fact, I remember coming to Southridge and there was um, a member who had said to me that I was very early on um, in in my attendance here who said that she was, I mean, very open about it. She mm-hmm. was seeing a therapist. Yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> we can actually talk about that here? Yeah. And there was no, I mean, she had no shame talking about it. She put it out there like it was the most normal thing in the world. And coming mm-hmm. from my background, I was like, wow these people are real people Mm
1: -hmm.
0: i got that you you do you're good okay Mm -hmm.
1: so i think that's really important is um you know our backgrounds what the environments that we come from they really do inform our opinions of things and um and you know i think one of the big issues that we have in christianity today is that and that we've always had is that sometimes somehow having the label of being a Christian. Uh, often feels like now we got to be perfect,
0: right? We don't have any problems. We don't have any Let's problems. Let's talk
1: about that. Yeah, and I think that what is actually more true is that um, we have more problems as Christians than we do because now we've got this this spiritual Over tie warfare. to the to the Creator, and and so there's a different level of accountability, and we have different battles that we're facing. Right, a um, lot of spiritual warfare. Yes, because the devil knows right where to get us. Tons. Right? Yep, and anxiety is is the perfect in for Satan to come in and because what anxiety creates within us is um, you know we've got so we've all got um, things that we say to ourselves and mm-hmm. so what anxiety often does for a lot of people is you know at, the, at least for me what I've experienced is um, you're not enough You um, are out of control.
0: Yes. Um, There's nothing. Feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. There's
1: nothing you can do about it. Yes. You just have to live with it. Yes. You know, and and so what Satan is a master at is taking a grain of truth. And twisting it oh
0: sure he distorts everything yep
1: and so there's a grain of truth in there right like let's address those things like um you aren't enough which is why jesus came into the world you know you're not in control Mm -hmm. that's why we have a savior Mm -hmm. right and that you're never going to get out of this you're right not on your own you know and so it's addressing anxiety is And from a christian perspective is is recognizing what is true and what is false right but we can't do that on our own and we can't do that um uh, when we when when we really look at the physical aspect of anxiety Um, we can't do that until we get into the right frame of mind Mm -hmm.
0: for it often i will if i'm if i'm experiencing some anxiety if my anxiety is high i will recite certain scripture and i they're so It's wonderful to be able to do that because it does Mm -hmm. give comfort, but it doesn't necessarily take that anxiety away. Right. So what you're saying is, along with the spiritual aspect, there's a physical component to anxiety. For sure. For sure. That maybe scripture is not going to necessarily wash us clean of.
1: Right. Well, and and I love that reference. And actually, Tammy said that yesterday, how she uses scripture to you know wash her brain Mm -hmm. and I was like that's a really good that's a really good way to look at it but um so like putting that a little bit more concrete to make it more um relatable and understandable let's let's look at um the brain and the body and how they're connected and I think that where people struggle most with anxiety is they live too much in their head yeah and not as much in their body and I'll say to people how does anxiety feel and they're like what (laughs) what what feels like, like anxiety. It feels like anxiety, <laughs> you know? And But when you really stop and you think about what happens in your body when you feel anxious, you know, then people are like, oh, my heart rate starts to rise and I feel like I'm sweating or, you know, like my stomach starts to hurt or my muscles start to shake. And, and it's like, okay, so most often you feel that first right? before you recognize that you're anxious. Mm-hmm. And so if you can learn to recognize your symptoms and then then while you're still in what we, the prefrontal cortex is what it's called. So, um, you have really, there's three parts of the brain, but really the two that are most important to recognize is you have the prefrontal cortex, which is in the front, Mm -hmm. which is where, um, you rationalize, you can speak to that part of the brain. Um, you can really problem solve there. That's where we live most often, but then you have the limbic system, which is totally emotion-based. You can't make sense of it. That's why when you ask somebody describe to me that feeling they're like, I don't know What do you mean? You know, like (laughs) how do you know that you love someone? I just do
0: Mm. you know and
1: so um, and so you can't talk to that part of the brain in the same way that you would the other part of the brain and that's where anxiety lives Mm. and so oftentimes what we do and for anybody who has never felt anxiety this is for you when you see somebody with anxiety and you say, well, just stop it. Just stop. Why can't you just stop? I don't understand. Why is this such a big deal? Mm-hmm. That's not helpful.
0: No. What that does <laughs> is create
1: shame. <laughs> and so instead, you have, to, you have to do something that redirects um, the behavior to the point where it can get you, get you back in, like snap you out of it. Right. You know? and, um, and words don't do that. Right. Often, it's a physical action. Mm-hmm. And so when I worked in therapy, and I would have dysregulated children you know I used to I, I did my clinical internship in a middle school in Lansing downtown Lansing and I had a lot of dysregulated kids and um, I would walk around with toys and um, and I remember one time very specifically I, I had there was a kid who had burst out of the cafeteria screaming yelling ripping things off the wall you know there was there was people that were running away from him security guards that were following him and, um, and I went up to him and I'm like, hi, my name is Maria and I'm the counselor. <laughs> Would you like to talk to me? And he was like, F you. And, you yeah, know, yeah. and I was like, okay, let's change tactics. And I was like, you want to see my toy snake? <laughs> Which in hindsight may not have been the appropriate word <laughs> for it but I literally carried around a, a wooden snake um, and he was like oh yeah and so and it was that it was not actually it's addressing the issue mm-hmm. it was getting him around to, to something totally different mm-hmm. and so but what you find when you do have that redirection is that the people that were on that route never wanted to be there in the first place oh sure they just didn't know how to get off sure and get I think off that's an
0: important message to those who haven't experienced anxiety you don't mm-hmm. want to be on that Highway with no exits. You don't want to be mm-hmm. there. I've right. been there myself right. many, many, many times. Right. Um, it is really hard to. Yep. It's as a, as somebody who doesn't have anxiety. It's really hard to know what to do. So I think that yes. that that's really important advice.
1: Yes. And so there's two thoughts in that. So if you are experiencing anxiety, you need to learn what your triggers are,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and you need to learn um, what you need. To, that's helpful for you mm-hmm. and then as the person who is living with someone in his community and support to the person with anxiety you need to know how you can be helpful right now um, you did
0: say that words aren't necessarily what will get us off of that highway right however let's loop that back into scripture what does scripture say yes about anxiety Andrew we're gonna stop there just because I know All right, so let's let's loop back around to what you said earlier about how words aren't necessarily helpful for redirection when you're in the middle of severe anxiety. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about words for a minute and what God's word actually says about anxiety.
1: Yeah, so yeah, that's a really important distinction. So when I when I say that words aren't necessarily helpful in the moment, that's not to say that they're not helpful after the moment okay so so what happens
0: in the moment where words are not helpful
1: right so that goes back to those two two sides of the brain right words words when you're speaking into anxiety um words are not they're not the snapping out thing that you need so but what happens is you need to figure out a way to redirect and then you and then you readdress so you redirect readdress and that's where scripture really is is helpful and um and uh and this is when we're dealing with extreme anxiety too and um and so you know you just made a really good point about, um, you know, the Bible says, do not worry about anything Mm -hmm. in Philippians. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. how, um, you know, that,
0: that sometimes feels, you're like, man, I have a really hard time doing that. Right. For me. I mean, I know what the word says about casting all your cares, um, on the Lord and do not worry and don't be anxious for anything. Um, but I find for myself a lot of times, I that's just something like I know what the word says but I can't not worry
1: right because again what the word says and how you feel about it are two separate things and so what you have to learn to do and what we all do because I'm the same way is that we, giving up your anxiety is a daily sometimes minute mm-hmm. by minute surrendering of the control That you think you have in your life right and that's where the fear comes from right is oftentimes what when you think about what we're afraid of
0: Um, and do we really trust god's sovereignty right right? because
1: i i know i've said this before is that um like i fully believe that god has a plan for my life and that it's going to be better than what i think it's going to be but that doesn't mean it's not going to suck along the way (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean and so so trusting in god is really and having faith in God is really recognizing that it's not gonna be fun right. most of the time. I have
0: a fun story about that. Matter of fact, just yesterday, Madowan had a um, a little incident with their carbon monoxide detector. Oh. So all of the kids from the early L and the later L, they got shipped over and actually they had to walk oh. from the elementary school to the high school and the middle school. So when Allie got off the bus, she looked really like tired and oh, I thought, yeah. what's going on you know she was telling me what had happened at school and how fearful mm-hmm. she was and how anxious she was about that and she had said to me um but I knew I wasn't alone mm-hmm. I knew the Lord was there with me mm-hmm. um and she it was neat talking to her about how she processed that anxiety yeah and how she was able to use God's word that way right right so that was a pretty cool that was actually a really it was a pretty cool thing to see I mean yeah. I felt like the way that she handled that,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I was like, wow, I'm learning something from my eight year old on how to handle yes. anxiety. I
1: think that's great. And I think that what we what we have to to remember is that there's it's a both and, right? Like like God has given us all that we need in scripture to walk through some of the darkest moments in our lives. Mm-hmm. And so we have that. And he's given us um, you know, brains that have figured out coping skills and, right. you know, knowledge that uh, can speak into some of these really difficult things that we face. And so, so we have to take them both and figure out, okay, so, um, you know, knowing how do we, how do we take what we know and apply
0: it um to our emotions and And that's why scripture memory is so important yes knowing how to navigate our bibles is so important to find what does god say about anxiety right yes that's That's an exit learning
1: memorizing scripture is creating an exit out of out of the loop right Mm -hmm.
0: Um, no, I have, um, for those of you that don't know, I have a 13 year old who struggles with anxiety and we have put on her, this is just a practical tool. Yeah. We have put on her bulletin board. Mm -hmm. I've printed out colorful scripture for her that speaks into her anxiety. Mm -hmm. And, um, even though she may not use them all the time, they're there and they're very visible Mm -hmm. in moments of need.
1: Yes. Yes, and, um,
0: and and that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And sometimes maybe even post them on a mirror on your front door. Yep. So you're looking
1: at that all the time. Yep. Sometimes you know, it, it, uh, anxiety oftentimes it's uh, is what you're saying to yourself, um, and about yourself, about your circumstances. Mm-hmm. And so scripture help is helpful in reminding you what you who you truly are, what your environment really is, um, and and reflecting back, you know, what faith looks
0: like. Um, and I think it's important to recognize and to realize that. Scripture is not a cure-all for anxiety, right. and I think that that's for me yeah. how I looked at that. Yeah, you know, yep. those verses are supposed to, um, the Holy Spirit is supposed to bring those to mind, mm-hmm. and then I'm supposed to meditate on those. And That's going to take my anxiety away. Where for for me, that doesn't that's not necessarily how that works. Right,
1: right, and and I think that that's something that you you practice and it becomes easier Mm -hmm. but I think that those who struggle with anxiety and those who are maybe new to struggling with anxiety um, it's not something that that is likely to ever go away and I think that once we recognize that that it you know it becomes something that we live with you know there's other things that we live with too Right. That we, we get comfortable and we get better at mm-hmm. um, at coping with and dealing with and bringing to the Lord. Um, and so I think that, that living with anxiety as a Christian and having people in our lives who have anxiety, mm-hmm. um, we just have to recognize that it's not an identity. It's not, it's not an identity. Um, good. It's not something that um, defines your life. Mm-hmm.
0: And so. And I think it's also coming to terms with the fact that God can use anything. Romans eight twenty eight tells us that he That's uses great. all things together for yep. good, for those that love him and are called according to his purpose. So he can use your anxiety yes. for the good of you, to refine you and for the good of others. And mm-hmm. also we talked about this earlier. I think about Paul's thorn in the flesh. Mm -hmm. We don't know exactly what that was, but we know it was something that the Lord never took away from him and it Mm -hmm. refined him day by day because that's something he had to give to the Lord and commit to the Lord daily.
1: Right, right. And that's, and that is the big thing is it's something that you, it's a, it's a daily surrendering of the control that you Mm -hmm. feel like you have. Yes. And that's the biggest, that's the biggest lesson that I feel like for me and that every day. Every yep. day. Some <laughs> days are harder than other days. Yeah. Um, so some real, some real practical takeaways that you can have um, is is first really understanding like what what is your identity in Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. If you don't know how to find that out, come and talk to us. Right. Come we'll talk help you. to us. Right. Um, the the second thing is um, what are your triggers? How what are some things that you need to uh, practice giving up control over? That's good. Um, and then and then what works for you in that, that flips your switch back into your ability to kind of um, be back in your body and not in your emotions mm-hmm. back in your mind and not in your emotions because
0: and you have suggested that a physical activity is a great way to do yes. that right yes
1: So I know for me personally, um, exercise is a huge thing that I do that helps me really connect, my brain and body together um i know that sounds so wild to some people but i live in my head mm-hmm. I and do my too. and my body suffers as a result and so it's really connecting those together mm-hmm. and that's a good coping skill it also rebalances my brain chemistry mm-hmm. which is you know anxiety is is it it's a it's a your brain chemistry gets out of whack too. Right. So and once
0: you're on that highway, yeah. Sometimes you need something physical to get you off of that that's highway. Right. Whether it's running on the treadmill, going yep. for a walk. Yep, going for a walk. Um,
1: you know, uh some other things are um, you know, splashing cold water on your face mm-hmm. or you know, painting, just you had yep, mentioned. painting. It's just it's just getting yourself off that loop. Um journaling scripture would journaling. be a good. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So fun fact actually when you write it it literally your brain you can't think ahead of what you're writing and so for people who get looped and go too fast Mm -hmm. when you write down your thoughts your brain has to focus on the words that you're putting on the page and so um so even though you're thinking about your thoughts still they can only move as fast as your pen Mm, that's excellent um so that's a that's another good good tool um and also you know community is really important like really having people to talk to who get who it, get it. Mm-hmm. yes and if That's huge. and if you don't get it then just understanding what that person th- that needs the help needs
0: <laughs> right and being compassionate yes right? yes and empathy is huge it goes a long way
1: yes and um and when we were talking about that earlier when you said that God will use everything um for a purpose right you know like it, sometimes we don't know until we know right and so everything like if i had never experienced what i experience with hair pulling or you mm-hmm. know um, the anxiety that i deal with every single mm-hmm. day um, then i would never be able to sit with somebody and say oh i totally get that Yes, <laughs> i totally get that and also let me tell you how i get out
0: of it right um and I, so i'll say too for me personally in my own life anxiety brought me to my knees where i realized that I can't do everything on my own. And that, for me, was a turning point in my spiritual life. Yes. So God used that in my life to really redirect me as a person in yes. my spiritual life. And I really discovered who God was in that moment of mm-hmm. extreme need because I could not redirect myself. Right. I could not fix this problem. Right. I had to rely on the Lord.
1: Yep. Yep. So moving back, it's God mm-hmm. first. Right. Us and how we fit into god's plan and then the community that he brings around us yeah. and the anxiety is a result of a fallen world yeah it's not who we are It's not who we are jesus came into the world to die for us so that we could be re- re- you know resurrected and and removed from those things um and so but unfortunately we still live in the world that we live in today right and so it's a battle that we're gonna have to fight with
0: jesus every single day right uh, but you're not alone right you're not alone and you've been given tools Mm-hmm. we've been given scripture yep
1: mm-hmm. and people
0: and people, so right community
1: so again like as we wrap up today you know we really felt like um this was something that was just on on our hearts and we just wanted to speak into it so if it resonated with you in some way today we really want to um get to we really want to connect with you we want you to reach out to yeah. us and let us know where you're walking and how we can help mm-hmm. and um and and that maybe we said something that really connected with you. And that's really important for us to know too, because, yeah. you know, we talk a lot, Yeah, we do. but, <laughs> but <laughs> we want to make sure that it is something that is speaking to people. Right. So right. thank you. It's um, relevant to you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And thank you so much for listening again. Um, we, we just love being able to talk with you each week and next week, um, we're, we'll be talking about a whole new set of topics. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so thank you and have a great one, everybody. Yeah.